Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. So I just full on just stuck my finger right through the middle of the beak and it made a noise. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and she talks, she went, <laughs> What a sound. I know. I was like, what the fuck? I, the weird thing was two things about that story that I find fantastic. One is that the owl wasn't supposed to talk. And two, it was just a random lady named Hedwig yeah, at the store that you tapped in, in the belly. Yeah, and she goes, Woo! <laughs> so very doughboy. <laughs> uh, I you know what? That's that's what it is. This is this is the first episode of the new year. Yeah. And that is our that has to be it. It's our our we have to do resolutions or some version of resolutions. Yeah. And that's it. I'm gonna poke more people at stores. You should. That's my resolution. My- my resolution, fingers. my resolution was to not be so depressed, but that's also a good one too. <laughs> yes. I like yours Same. is more uplifting. <laughs> I don't know what's uplifting, but oh man. Would it help you be less depressed if you walked around with me at Target while I'm poking more people? Yes. Yes. Joint I'm tag resolution. Along. Okay. Okay. I I also, and I also, I'm going to throw this out there because this is true for me. And I don't know if it's true for you ladies, but my one resolution is I need to see more movies. Oh yeah. 2020. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, Okay. Because we're doing an episode right now about our top 10 favorite movies of 2021. And I didn't see nearly enough. Same. That was the conclusion I came to. Uh, okay, so we're gonna share that resolution. Should should we yeah. high five on yeah. it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's go. We gotta start the episode. Let's high five. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. <laughs> <laughs> always so good. Always it's, so it's good. Like always so right there. Yeah, it's like we it's like we practice it beforehand. They're yeah. going to give us awards one day. Of course, oh. they are. there needs to be a podcast award thing. Yes, I think there I, are. I would we're just not invited. There have to be. There have to be. We haven't been invited yet. I think they're called the potties. Um, <laughs> the, no, oh, that would be awful. Be. Oh, God. I do. But think the thing pro- about it, though, is I started a class called potty training, and it's how to actually earn oh your God. stripes with your podcast and or get a potty i love that um <laughs> i have nothing sorry else. My to own... everyone for that oh i man. was i was going to say i think our our uh home project nerd should have an award show just saying their own the nerdies the nerdies the nerdies i'll give it a nerdite 
Oh man. How like are it. you? Sorry, doing? I spaced out for a second. I have missed you. I have missed talking to you both. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing good, but I also had like just a little bit of adult beverages before I got on. Uh, um, the only way to pretty great. Come on, what are we doing? <laughs> I love that. I love it, Courtney. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I uh, ordered a lot of furniture for my for my place over Black Friday, and I I, I got it super cheap. But also on the caveat Sweet. is that I had to build all of it. So I've been building things. <laughs> it's just a lot of boxes and a lot of just like frustration. But I built my chair today and I built a little box to put all of my art supplies in. So that's two down. I have a little bookshelf I'm going to work on tomorrow, I think. So that's, yeah. So feeling a, and I, I ate, love this. I, I ate $50 worth of Mexican food too. So I feel very good. Yes. That, I support that this. That sounds like a huge win to me. That's like a good, big Absolutely. Success. Uh, hooray! Winning 2022 <laughs> as we speak. I, I am so excited about getting into our conversation today. But before we do that, before we go into our chat room, I need Mia to set us up with a theme song for the ch -ch 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 chat room. Chat room. Ooh. I love Ooh. it. <laughs> I felt good about that. I felt really good about that. We yeah. might have to keep that one around. Okay. I, um, it's like a better two and a half men theme song, honestly. <laughs> that, that's where I was calling oh, from. It was. It was. It was. Exactly. I'm so happy you caught that. <laughs> it wasn't Seinfeld related, so I didn't pick it up immediately. It, it was just, just like a bunch bass of bass going. noises. Yeah, yeah it's like. I don't want that to be it. Um, okay, here we are. The big topic of the evening, the, the thing that's getting us excited today is we're actually looking back over all of 2021 and identifying our favorite movies. Now, uh, I add the caveat very much that it's favorite movies because... I regrettably haven't seen everything that I think would inevitably make it onto a top list, like a best mm -hmm. list. Yeah. And yeah. the year is so large, like best is, is so tough. So we decided as a group to do favorites uh, because I know for me, there's a lot that I haven't seen or, or like, or I imagine you're in the same boats, the yeah. movies you haven't seen that yeah. you want to this year. I agree. No. Yeah, definitely. There's still some movies that what I know would have made this list, but I just haven't watched it yet. Like oh, even same. Yeah. favorites, not even so much whether or not it was the best, just favorites. I still haven't seen those yet. So no, absolutely. Uh, well, Mia, same. what are what are some of those? For, I I definitely have like a couple that I'm like, if I had seen these, I almost could have had another top ten list. But if I had seen these, they probably would have been on there. But what were yours? You just mentioned some. Um, mine, the big one was the last duel. I Ooh, want to yeah. see that so badly. Oh, that one's the peak for me. I I want, yeah. I want, I want, I want, I know Ben Affleck in this role. I've seen like little clips here and there of the character that he's playing. Mm -hmm. 
I don't I don't know if this is a character he's played before, but I enjoy seeing him in something I personally haven't seen. And I was like, I didn't realize I was rooting for this guy. I didn't because my love uh, uh, is yeah. Adam Driver. Oh, he's yeah. the reason why I want right, to watch right, it. Right, 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 right. Uh, Jody Jody Comer. Yes. Like, I, I've yes. always said Comer. Yes. Okay. Uh I want like I love watching her. I love watching the two of them. I've I've always preferred Matt Damon over Ben Affleck, and yet here I am. Like, all right, Ben. Now, <laughs> now, now, to uh, just to make sure that uh, that that we're all speaking the same language, and that you don't go into the movie with false expectations. Sure. Uh, Matt Damon is the one at odds with uh, Adam Driver. Correct. Over Julie Comer. Okay. Yes. Ben Affleck is the king who is sort of like on Adam Driver's side. Uh, he is- Is he a king? Of, he's, well, not like, he's like huh. a lord, I guess. He's a little lord. I thought he like was like a court or member or something like that. Like he has pool. He's a high, he has a lot. He's like the highest dude of the land. He might be a dude okay. in the movie. I'm not exactly sure, but he is like, honestly, his character is very bro-y. Like it, he fits in the Ben Affleck. <laughs> I'm surprised in the movie that he doesn't say, how doth like them apples? Like, it's <laughs> that kind of character. Yeah. So it's, he, he's, he's, he's fun in it. I'll give you, I'll give you that. That's a good one. I have, as someone who's seen that one, uh, I think you'd dig it. Yeah. yeah? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Courtney, what about you? Like, are there some that you haven't seen that are like either peak or that you're like, I feel like these would be on my list probably if I saw oh. Absolutely. Um, I am the only person in the world who has not seen Spider-Man No Way Home yet. And I think that would make my list. Uh, I know everyone's keeping their lips real tight right and, now and I appreciate and it. And we will <laughs> also okay, respect that. We will respect that and keep our lips tight for you and any listeners who have yet to see it by the time Correct. this comes you. out. Which Thank hopefully you. by the by time then. this comes out and given the box office is nobody. Yes. I think oh, also uh, Red Rocket. It's by the director who did Tangerine same. and the Florida Project. That I think would make my I list. I, I lo love same both those for me, movies. But I haven't seen it. Yeah. What is, what is that? It's about uh, Simon Rex. Uh, this this is just the the synopsis that I know because I've not yep. seen it. Uh, Simon okay. Rex is an adult film actor who goes back to his like hometown where his ex wife is and all that and tries to start a new life for himself. Yeah. Okay, that sounds uh, hilarious and dramatic right at the same time, right? That's, kind of like that's the, kind of what that—that's exactly what that guy does. That's yeah, it, it, to me, movies. It reminded me of like the end of Boogie Nights. If um, uh, uh, if uh, Mark Wahlberg had like maybe like a little bit of a happier ending, it's like oh, he could like maybe go back home. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Except he never was famous at all ever. Like yeah. That kind of no, no. is the sense I get from this movie. <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's also on mine of the ones that I probably would be on my list. Okay, okay. Um, the big one for me is like Licorice Pizza. Yeah, uh, the new the new Wes Anderson. I'm I'm Thomas Anderson. To see that Paul, Paul, Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson. <laughs> oh, thank thank you. Oh Lord, I'm embarrassed <laughs> now. Cool. But yes, spike the audio. You know what? That part out. <laughs> You know what? It's fine despite the audio, or I may have just had a Freudian slip about something we may talk about tonight. Oh, um, same. But so, but yes, Paul Thomas Anderson's Licorice Pizza would most I feel like, just given everything I've seen from it, make it to the list. Yeah. Um, and then the other one that's big for me is Tragedy of Macbeth. 
I desperately want to see that. Me too. With, uh, yeah, with Denzel. Um, and we talked about Francis a couple episodes ago. So Our just, girlfriend, Fran. Fran! I, I, just, <laughs> I desperately want to see those, and I and I feel like I'd have high opinions of them when I do get around to it. But yeah. unfortunately, time was against me. I feel that. I honestly thought Macbeth was a, a, a movie coming out this year in 2022. So that's why I guess I didn't think that's of it. That's what I thought. Ooh, maybe I can slide by and put it on this year's list. Yeah, because I think it's um, at least at the theater that I I go to, I see on uh, it, it's it. By the time we record, the time this is released, it'll already be in theaters. But it's currently not in theaters right now. Yeah, ooh, recording if it. they make it, it ooh, we'll see when they release it. Yeah, oh, fingers crossed. Okay, I may not have to feel too bad about not. Having but also, that but also loophole, loophole. It could be top 10 2022 that you have seen and was still in release in 2022. Oh. So if, it was, it, if it's still in theaters, it counts, I think. I like that. I like Thank I you. like that we're bending the rules for ourselves. It makes me feel special. Good. Good. As you, should. I, you should feel special. You're a king. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Just keep doing king shit. Thank you very much. I um. <laughs> I so I have to so I have to ask any more like that you desperately want to see or that that are on there. Um, yeah, one one other yeah. one aside from also licorice pizzas on my list too. Um, but also uh, being the Ricardos, I'd like to see that. Um, the the Lucille mm -hmm. Ball movie, I think that'd be yeah. that looks really good. Looks looks sad, honestly, which is funny that being a, a movie about her, you know. But I mean, they had a lot I of mean, scandals given, and stuff, so they did. Given Sorkin, Sorkin doesn't write like the happiest stuff. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, no, it's not like the West Wing of joy. Right. <laughs> no. There were happy parts <laughs> in it. So, oh um, man, I like that. Well, Those are good ones. Those are good ones. The only two I have are two that haven't been released yet. So, may potentially okay. make the 2022 list, and that's uh, Kingsman and Matrix. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Those are good. Matrix, Matrix. Matrix is, I don't know if it, I'm just, I just desperately want to see Matrix. I have no idea where it's going to land or how I'm going to feel about it or what my yeah. feelings are going to be on the other side of watching it. Yeah. But I very much am curious about what they've got for that. It seems, yeah, I really want to see it. Um, mm -hmm. Now, on the flip side, here's sort of the other side of that coin. Are there any movies this year that everyone has gone like apeshit for or gaga for that you're just kind of like, nah, not for me? Oh, man, uh, that's a good question. I'm thinking. Um... I mean, it's it's tougher than than that. Like I I um, I haven't seen West Side Story yet. But everyone's yeah. oh, always like, oh, the best movie or whatever of the year. But I feel like no. when I see it, I'm gonna be like, it'll be fine. It'll be whatever, you know. I don't know. If I have my feelings. Have you um, seen it or no? No. Just no. feelings prior to seeing no. it. But let me just say one thing, just one thing, because I'm not gonna see it. I'm not gonna see it. You wanna know why? Because it's oh. about a Puerto Rican girl, and you I, know who's not playing it? A Puerto Rican girl. What am I even it? doing here? Who's playing it? I don't know I anything. Don't know. <laughs> But also Scarlett Johansson, I think. Yeah, that's oh it. <laughs> no, Emma Stone. That's it. Speaking of ScarJo, um, I saw Black Widow in theaters and thought it was fine. Thought it was fine. 
I think there was a lot of potential that was lost because I think it just had to fit into the marvelness of it all. Mm-hmm. That it could have been a really fucking cool uh, espionage movie, and it it was just like it just was another like long episode into the Marvel storyline that kind of fit certain pieces in in together but i feel like it was restricted a lot and there was a lot of things they could have done cool done with like the red room and all that stuff and they just dropped the ball on that and i'm like you waited like what a decade to make this movie like what the fuck are you doing yep and i think and we may have talked about it at a previous episode and courtney or i know you and i have talked about this offline but that i think was one of the biggest and it wasn't even a fault against the movie itself mm-hmm. because had the movie that was made been made when it should have been made, which is about 10 years ago, yeah. I think it would have played fantastic. I think so uh, too. It, but in order for it to play as well as it needed to now, there were different things that needed to be done. Right. Um, but I, I, I totally hear, I think that's an extremely valid point. Um, yeah. Even though I did, I did have a lot of fun with that one. I, oh, I've yeah. had fun with every Marvel movie I've seen this year. Um, honestly, like I very much enjoyed Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Uh, I very much enjoyed Spider-Man. Um, the The shows have been very positive in my yeah. mind. Uh, the addition, positive additions like with Loki and uh, WandaVision, of course. Uh, <clears throat> yep. uh, we haven't caught up on hawkeye yet but we will maybe by the time this episode is released yeah i will have watched all six of those but um i so far i have been thumbs up on what marvel has been putting out this year and i think in any other year black widow would have been more of a standout absolutely i think so too the thing that i was so frustrated with about that release was they could have beat. They could have continued to beat DC in every way and put out a Black Widow movie before they released a Wonder Woman movie, right? And just been right there forefront mm-hmm. every step of the way, and they did it. And and Wonder Woman, I love Black Widow, but uh, Wonder yeah. Woman kicked Black Widow's ass. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder uh, Woman. Uh, the first Wonder Woman was awesome. Yeah. Um, how about you, Jay? Yeah. What What's a movie that you were disappointed by and that everyone loved? Hmm. I, you know, I, 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 this is going to be tough to say, but the most recent one is it's recently, it was the new, and I'm going to butcher the, it's prisoners of Ghostland. Oh yeah. That was um, not was good. The, that was not good was at the, all. The, the Nicholas cage movie. Yeah. But it was like the guy who made it, like I've liked his other things. He has like mm-hmm. Tokyo vampire hotel and yeah. a couple other things that he really plays in that over stylized, um, you know, violence and weird merging of genres really mm. well. And so I was excited and, you know, someone says to me, Hey, there's a movie where Nicholas Cage plays a bank robber who gets one of his testicles blown off by yeah. a bomb. I'm like, all right, I'm totally going to watch this. There's, nam- there's like samurai ninjas on motorcycles. All right. Yeah, it looked awesome. Well, exactly. But it fell super short. Like I watched it and the whole time I was like, this is not that all what I need this to be. And I don't know why it didn't connect with me. It just, it never did. Never got there. No, I was because I wanted to like that a lot. I was in the same boat too. Cause I went and saw it like at the local, like art house theater here in Nashville, the bell court mm-hmm. shout out. I love you. Um, I, uh, I'll be spending most of my Christmas vacation there. <laughs> um, and uh, when I, 
went and saw it. I saw it with a friend of mine who's also a big Nick Cage fan. And it was only showing for like one night there. And theater was packed, you know, um, as packed as they as they could be with COVID, COVID restrictions. Um, and I think everything top to bottom, unfortunately, was like a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, anti shout out to Belcourt, whoever you had presenting the movie seemed a little ignorant, including their comments where mm. they were like, oh, this is the first time this director is doing a, a movie in English. And you can tell by the dialogue. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my Ow. God. Why would you say that? Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Chinless Goblin. Are you making movies with Nicolas Cage? Go fuck yourself and your two tiny T-shirt. Um, anyway, I thought that was rude. Tell and me then, how you're really, Bill Court. <laughs> I, I'm still reeling because he thought he was making Amazing. a joke and everyone was like uncomfortable as they should be. And then everybody yeah. at the end of the movie, they like, uh, everyone clapped at the end of the movie. Like they just landed the fucking plane. And I'm like, why are you clapping for this movie? We didn't, we're not in Delta. Why did we clap? No. Like we just got to Puerto Rico. I'm sorry, Mia. And I have seen like, people <laughs> that are like, I've seen people talk. I just don't um, get it. Very positively about it. And I was like, I just wasn't there. Yeah, I think it's like they were just caught up in like the, it's Nicolas Cage and like he's doing weird shit. And I'm like, well, he always does weird shit. Like, what's cool? What's different about the weird shit? I was about to say, at this point, he's a connoisseur of weird shit. So it can yeah. be generic weird shit. I, I, I will, yes. I will say, I think this came out probably in 2020, but maybe 2021. It definitely was on streaming in 2021. But uh, Willie's Wonderland, an uh, underrated Nick Cage. <laughs> movie i was so gonna say that was one stupid. where yeah uh that was i think i think that was 2020 oh but gotcha. that one is one where it's like a weird fucked up nicholas cage character and he like never speaks and yeah it's like at just, all that's a weird decision and that's something to build a movie around nicholas cage doing right psycho like you can't top what he did in mandy so no. ghosts of, like ghosts of or uh, prisoners of ghostland just feels like it falls. It falls short of Mad Max level weirdness. It falls uh -huh. short of Nicolas Cage level weirdness. Mm -hmm. It falls short of, quite frankly, like Tokyo Vampire Hotel weirdness. Like yeah. every level that the movie needs to work on, it sort of felt short for me. So I agree. Um, huh. But but Mia, were there any any of yours that people were like you have to see this? And you saw it and you're like, nah. Army of the Dead. Really? Yeah. Damn. It wasn't. It was it, it was exactly what it was supposed to be, but the hype that was raised for it before I went to watch it, the movie didn't live up to that hype. So if I just I watched it and had no preconceived notions about its level of badassery and all that other stuff, uh, then I probably would have truly enjoyed it because zombie movies are one of the few movies that don't scare me at all. Um, right. But but I walked in like, oh, this is about to be a really badass, incredible zombie movie it, and it, it was, was very not. meh it's, it's kind of meh across the board i'm with you on that yeah. for sure um and then there's like that spin-off that i have no idea that just looks oh, not spin off very good. no i've like, not heard of that part, the, there's a movie coming out now called like army of thieves and it's literally a prequel movie to to that and it's all about the bank robber guy um oh. with the weird the weird safe cracker dude Oh. This is a movie about his safe cracking days before he joins uh, the army of the dead people. He was the <laughs> only no, thing like, interesting about that film, too. <laughs> I got, I, you must not have been the only person to feel that way because yeah. this guy got another movie. 
Hmm. And there's no zombies in it anywhere. There you go. It's just him as a safe cracker. I I like that movie fine. Um, I I liked uh, Tignataro replacing Crystalia. I thought that she should have been cast anyway. She should have been in. She should have been the first choice anyway. She was so great, and she was a scene scene stealer for sure. Totally agree. Yes, Um, I like that uh, zombie tiger, the white tiger. I thought that was really really cool. Um, So pretty. It was so beautiful. Like meant to be ugly it was still a pretty ugly like you you were still enjoying yourself as you looked at it so regal oh i love love that tiger so those were the two things i liked about that movie yeah i'm with you on that i uh yeah i you know what enough enough bad about enough knock it down let's talk about the ones we loved loved Are are you are you ladies ready to list yes yeah all right, list 2021 list. Is this where we do the list? This is where we make a list. The list. List. All right. Okay. This this is it. Uh and 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 honestly, we we could probably be here for hours upon hours because we're doing top ten, but in the interest of some sort of timeline. Uh, we'll keep it somewhat short, I guess, until we get to the top major ones. But does anybody want to start? Is anybody just itching to get to their number 10? I'm always itching to get to my number oh, 10. Oh, Mia. God, that was so... <laughs> God, not my uh, best moment. I will reward that. I'll reward <laughs> that with letting you go first. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> my number one... Uh, number no, 10. Number, well, no, no, don't start with your number oh, one. Oh, my man. Ten. See, I'm wow. a <laughs> uh, My number 10 is In the Heights. Oh, hey. okay. Yeah. Very nice. A lot of my um, choices were, you know, when it comes to favorites, you're picking stuff that affected you. Um, and even though like. this is a musical made by a Hispanic man featuring Hispanic characters in a Hispanic dominated part of New York. Um, it It's still, and I was raised in, in Jersey. Not that that's the same as New York, but it's close enough, certainly closer than where mm-hmm. I'm at right now. Um, it's still, I think, I think compared to other movies on my list and how they affected me as an individual, it it hit enough of a mark to make the list, but not so much so that it was higher. Nice. I can there totally I can totally understand that. Courtney, do you want to go second or do you want to go do you want to um, go last? I'll go next. And um I do have an honorable mention that Ooh, uh, I was gonna uh, say, yes. It, it, the, I would love that. Actually, In the Heights is one of my honorable mentions. I did enjoy that yes. quite a bit this oh, year. Good. Yeah. Um, I had I just have three real quick um, that okay. one was Ghostbusters Afterlife. Got an honorable mention. Loved it. Cried. Didn't quite make it there for me. Number two is The Suicide Squad. Very fun movie. Nice. Same. Um, That's actually one of my honorable mentions as well. Nice. It was exactly what I wanted it to be, but it just got edged out. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same for some other kind of similar movies. And then third, and I don't know why I keep ranking this one so low, maybe because it's just like my own like snottiness about like uh, blockbuster versus art house or whatever that makes my list. But uh, I cried and I cried talking about this movie on this podcast. It was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I thought it was a great 
origin story, a great Marvel movie, yeah. definitely my favorite Marvel movie from this year. Um, a lot of personal connections for me uh, watching that too, and I'm not going to go into them because I will start crying again. <laughs> uh, but just go look at my picture on the website and then go watch the movie and you'll understand why. Um, not, to make it that, not to make it that crass, but... Um, yeah, those are my honorable. Well, mentions. not for nothing. It was also an honorable mention for me. Um, oh, I, really? I, uh, we will get to why, like, where Marvel will land for me. Yeah. But that one was I. I had a blast with that one. That felt that like a fun. new Marvel feeling. It felt like yeah, a, and and I loved everybody in it. So me yeah, too. I, that one. God. That one just got edged out mainly because I didn't want more than one Marvel movie on my list. That's fair. Um, I mean, Aquafina has not do that. <laughs> ah, <nice>. Damn. <laughs> I mean, Aquafina has the career that I wish that I had. So you know, she's having get... a good year. I'll tell you what. She is, and she's going to probably keep having good years based on what I've seen mm -hmm. coming up for her. So good for her. Yeah. Yay! All right. Yay. Now, you're number ten. Ooh. I'm so sorry. That's my turn. Um, <laughs> no, you were just taking, you were getting, you were getting your, your preparing yourself. Just getting juiced. You know, juiced up. <laughs> um, getting juiced. Uh, my number 10 uh, was a movie that I don't think many people saw. See, this is the snobbiness coming out already. Jesus Christ. Um, a movie and we're that. Only at 10. This is going to get. I know. Great. It's going to get really bad. And uh, I'm going to just become one of those soft boys. I'm going to just appear with a beanie and a little mustache in no time at all. Ooh, please. Um, yeah, I'm going to become my own Timothy Chalamet. That's what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> become what you want in life. <laughs> That's what that is. Dress for the part. Dress for the part. Single white, single <laughs> yeah. white Timothy. Yes, right. Um, so uh, my number ten is uh, this movie that Saint Vincent and uh, um, oh my God, Carrie Brownstein made called The Nowhere Inn, which is a like a, a parody based hey. on Saint Vincent. Yeah, uh, and yeah. it was it was great. Again, it only showed one night at the local theater at Belcourt, and um, uh, it was really fun because it's like it definitely was something that if you you have to be like a fan of definitely Saint Vincent, if not both her and mm. Carrie, um, to really really enjoy it. You could probably like it and uh, on face value, but like as a fan of both of them, like a big fan, I really thought it was really fun and just really inspiring because they're both inspiring to me as artists to see them work in music and in comedy and in filmmaking mm -hmm. and just being able to do all those things and be good at it and find like their niche and their audience. And so that impacted me a lot. And I thought it was a fun movie. I, I, that's awesome. I remember chatting you in our group chat about that. And I was like, Courtney, you probably already know about this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like, Oh, I already got tickets. So yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Um, all right. Well, my I, I, speaking of art house, I guess in a way, um, my number ten is last night in Soho. Um, I don't, I don't want to spoil too much about it because spoiler alert, listeners. I know we have an Edgar Wright episode coming up in the future, mm -hmm. and this is a movie that I would say is way better and way more enjoyable if you go in as blind as possible. Uh, yes, don't. Um, no. I agree. So, and Courtney, uh, one of the things I want us to put a pin in until we talk Edgar Wright is that I want to know what uh, you guys' feelings are about if they, whether or not that movie nailed the ending, because I think yeah. I could go either way on it. Uh, but that's 
Last Night in Soho was yeah. one that I think there are the cinematography in it, like the, the the directing done by Edgar Wright, simply in some of the scenes where they're swapping out the actresses for each other mm. is is Beautiful. so impressive. Yeah. Um, and it, it met his sensibilities really well because Edgar Wright likes to use color and music and the sim and the uh. those play significantly into the movie. So it hit all the right notes. Um, but uh, it's not higher on the list, mainly because I think it was a fine movie, but I don't know if it was my favorite Edgar Wright movie. Yeah. Uh, so I think there are movies that have done themselves more justice. But last night in Soho is one that I do think about quite a bit. So that's my number. Um, nice. Uh, that's a solid start, pick. Starting off, sure. starting off strong, but uh, man, back around to you. Let's not waste yeah. no time. Nice. Let's, let's not waste no time. Um, my honorable mention was last night in Soho, as well as oh, um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, nice. If I it, heard wonderful if, things. If we had done like top ten like best movies of of twenty twenty one, that would have been on my list, mm -hmm. right? But it was a very heavy movie for me. There was a lot of realizations I came to watching mm -hmm. that film. I was not prepared for. So did it affect me? Yes, but did it affect mm -hmm. me personally to do be act change certain things? Yes, but not enough to be on the list. <laughs> right. <You're not> <laughs> yes, <laughs> so close. Yeah. So close. Oh, well, if both of you have seen, I've forgotten that you had yeah. seen last night in Soho, Mia. So just the yeah. scene where they're dancing and they're swapping out both Anya Taylor Joy the, and the Thomas. Going down the yeah. steps. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. No, it was no, so cool. no CGI. It was all just camera angles and them like ducking and moving. Smoke and mirrors, oh, man. Smoke yeah. and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. It's Which movies. is why it's movies. The movie is smoke and mirrors too. It's uh, it's it all comes together. It is everything it. that yeah. Yes. Method across the board. All right, uh -huh. we'll talk in Edgar Wright. So let's move yes. to number nine. Yeah. Mine, my number nine ended up being um, a quiet place too. Oh, I haven't seen oh, that yet. Nice. Um, Mia with the horror honorable not, mention I love and it. The number it nine. is. Look, the first one. I'm impressed. I Me thought too. it. I was pissed it didn't win awards. That's how much I fun. loved the first one. It should have um, should have won award uh, won at least sound design. Like yeah, yeah, some of the Agreed. stuff they did with sound. Who who won phenomenal. that year? Do you remember? That was like what twenty eighteen exactly. And that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're not talking about that movie and its sound design. We're talking about this movie and it its sound design. Like, I bet you it was like 1917 or whatever the fuck that movie was. The uh, the war movie. That one that was. War, or yeah, yeah, you yeah, get war movies, Honestly, but you don't always get movies just, like these. Yes. It may have just got shat on because it came out the same year as Dunkirk. And everyone was like, well, Nolan's pretty much a genius. Yeah. So <laughs> that's probably it. God, that's, that was the that best. Makes nap. Me... That was the best that's... nap of my life during that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like not only that, but also, but also, <laughs> what is this? The good old boys club or something? Let the uh, new yeah. guy get the good stuff. I was gonna say, Mia, what I do agree. you think Hollywood is? I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, and I want to be a part of it. Like that's just yeah. it's critical of me, but I know it. I was gonna say something really bad, but I'm just gonna never mind. That won't. That does. That's the <laughs> <hungry. It> <laughs> You're like it, it won't. It it's won't. The land. It's the holidays. Take the high road. Yeah. Um, no, I I picked it oh. because 
mom stuff, sibling stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's all I'll say. I love it. Well, I, I, I uh, oh, oh, uh, wait, is it me? It's no, it's you, Courtney. I it's almost, me. I almost stole your spot. And my number nine is, um, uh, was no surprise to me that it made this list even before I saw it. Cause I think I was already going to go with the preconceived notion, which is maybe not the best b- way to be as a film critic, but it is Dune. Yeah. Number nine is Dune. Wow. Big. I love it. I mean, yeah. we've talked about it at, at that is length, risky so. business, lady. I know. Talk about going from like the smallest movie that no one saw as my 10 to like the biggest movie of the year pretty much uh, is my number nine. And I know having it low, a lot of people are going to be like, we did a whole episode on it. I understand. But just given like, I, I think once I see Dune part two, I think it would, if I'll have, it, it will rank higher as a series in okay. my mind, kind of like uh, Lord of the Rings, you know, like, yeah. I, like what, the like, rank what the is fu- a solid unit. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going on in that first Lord of the Rings? They're, they're eating breakfast like five times, which sounds amazing. And then it's just like, they have fuzzy I mean, feet, whatever. For them. It is. That's like Eleven-sies. the, yeah, the uh, mm-hmm. it's like the first chapter of the Hobbit. is just like when their meal schedule, which I love. <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's, it's the it's best like a, meal schedule. <laughs> it's kind of like one of those like diet and like life and style or Cosmo. It's like here's how you eat, here's how you get a beach body, but the Hobbit style. That's what well, that first chapter ooh. is. A beach Hobbit. Beach hobby. <laughs> a beach hobby. A beach hobby. <laughs> but yeah, Dune's number oh, nine. I thought I like beautiful. That. It was. Uh, I love love the epic. cast. Yeah, it was an epic. It was an epic. So, all, right, all right. Well, my number my number nine is a big release. And speaking of family and stuff that Mia, you said my number nine is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, you guys are surprising uh, the crap out of me today. I know. What's going on? That's, that's why. That's why this episode is so fun. I. I won't spend. I won't. I won't belabor the point. But I laughed. I cried. It me was. Too. Um. As much as, you know, people could probably rip it apart for being, not rip it apart, but as people could say like, oh, it was like The Force Awakens, but for Ghostbusters. Totally fine with that. Um, I kind of liked how they did it. And the ways that they incorporated it, I thought were good. Um, Yeah, I thought it could have been stronger, but that's why it's number nine and not number four. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I... I got what I wanted out of it. It felt like they knew in its heart and it's because Jason Reitman did it, but they knew in their Mm. heart what Ghostbusters was and they gave it to me. And man, that McKenna, is it McKenna or McKenzie? I think it's McKenna Grace Grace, and she's so talented. Oh oh my goodness. Oh oh my goodness. I think both the the great actress. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then then obviously, you know, King Murray uh, being, being in it. I think both so. ki- both of the kid actors were great. I love Finn Wolfhard. I think he's good in everything. I've seen great. Him in. I'm a big fan of Finn, but I, yeah. I honestly, and as much as I love the kid, I he got very upstaged in my opinion by McKenna because he was yeah. kind of like the, I'm the normal teenager and I kind of have a grudge on a girl, which is fine. You right, need the character, right. but man, McKenna was uh, like she had she was a stakes. star. She had a, a character. She did, and okay. I I. I I think he's he I think he is better suited in other movies. Maybe this I feel like I think they probably maybe cast him like, oh, he's gonna bring in like the young crowd, but really McKenna Grace is very popular now. So she probably also brought in quite a few. It's a perfect Richie. 
Yes, for agreed. It. I agree. And uh, and uh, his character Mike on Stranger Things, I think, is great. Although oh, now yeah. all those kids are like fifty years old, so I don't know how they're gonna make the new season. Oh, oh. That, that's <laughs> what's strange about it now. Yeah, they're all like a hundred. <laughs> Stranger Things are happening to my body. They all got their AARP <laughs> cards. <laughs> <laughs> that's the strange um, thing is that they all have hearing aids and AAP. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> they all buy. Crack me they, up. They go buy their they buy their uh, goobers with uh, with their social security money. <laughs> Sorry, Hello. enough with the jokes. Now I'm like, now right, I'm in the right. zone. I'm ready to go. Number <laughs> number eight, <laughs> Mia. Me, that's me. Mia. Okay, my number eight is King Richard. Ooh. Ooh, I haven't seen that yet. I haven't so seen it, it either. Good. Yeah, good to Mia, know. Thumbs up from. from oh yeah, Mia. yeah, 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 yeah. Richard, okay. Uh, yeah. I I truly think that Will's going to be put up again for. Okay. Um, I think so for for best actor and stuff. Um, yeah, I I uh, appreciated. Uh, you're not the only person I've heard say that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I really appreciated that they did a sports family movie that was. They did it. They kept it interesting. You don't realize it's a long movie until you get to the end. Who right. and sports movies don't do a thing for me. The last time I enjoyed a sports movie was Warrior, and that's not even a sports movie. That's a fighting movie. I yeah. I also, <laughs> Warrior is very underrated, and everyone yeah. should yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but this one was quality. And uh, if you guys don't know me well enough already, you know, dad stuff always gets me. Mm, Parent yeah. stuff always there gets me, go. but like specifically yeah. dad stuff. So I was just like, oh, yeah. good dad. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So I'm kind you of, I don't know of any sports movies that I really love. I mean, I remember one time distinctly, my mom sent me a care package when I first moved here and it had uh, a quarter inch cable for my guitar, Shawshank Redemption and Moneyball. <laughs> So that was like her way of wow. Two out of, two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, right, right. Ain't bad. Um, I, I, yeah, that's just I. That's a testament to just I think just our dynamic. But my, uh, obviously, none of those are my number eight because those came out like fifty years ago as right. well. Um, my number eight is one that I thought I hated, and then I realized, no, oh, this is brilliant. And I really love it because I can't stop thinking about it. And I think that means it really got it got its hooks into my soul. And I believe I'm pronouncing it correctly because it is a French movie, but it's Teton or Titan. How I, is it that's spelled? also my number eight. It, oh, what? Why? Yeah, that is in this exact spot of my list. It's, and I think it's I think it's Titan because it's titane? their word for it's the French word for titanium. titanium. That's right. I looked it up on like Google Speak or whatever, and it said. Teton, that is how you say it is Titan. And I'm like, uh, you well, know, it, okay. it, whether, it, whether it's Titan or it's a Grand Teton, I don't care. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. really good. It's so fun. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, it Who's, is excellent. Do I know anyone in it? I don't think you, unless you're really into like French. No. It's French, right? It's all French. Yeah, it's all French actors. Um, the, okay. the, uh, the, uh, the director um, uh, has done a lot of that oh, weird shit. Man. Yeah, the director of it is sort of like a newish French Cronenberg type director. Mm -hmm. She makes body horror esque yeah. allegories. Okay. Um, the other movie that she did was called Raw, mm -hmm. and it was about a vegetarian who like becomes a cannibal essentially. Yeah. Vegetarian. Um. So, and it would, but this one is, 
Oh man, I, how would you describe the premise? Is gonna is not gonna sound very appealing. No, no it's, it's not. Essentially, it's a, a girl who is sexually attracted to cars and then maybe gets fucked by a demon car and then yeah, gets pregnant. Become one. She's also then, a serial yeah, killer. Pregnant, and then she becomes. Then she like hides in this like fire chief's house. Yeah, because she breaks and her they nose. Make this weird her little family. Yeah, and like, cause he lost his son. He had missing posters up for his son. She saw them because she was also a serial killer on top of being attracted to cars. On the run. And yes. And so she like has a new disguise. She literally like breaks her nose, shaves her head, does all the things to make herself look more like his son, which she really doesn't. But I think the dad is just so like desperate to have like mm -hmm. his son back that he like accepts her as his son, as, yeah, as his son. And so yep. they end up bonding over. Her not really getting along with her family, like really not getting along with her family, and then him missing his son, and they become like a, a family unit, and then he yeah, finds out that huge, she's pregnant and a woman. It's <laughs> All a in huge, one like it's like a body horror French art film allegory yeah. about identity and yep. acceptance of identity. Yeah. Wow. Um, also, I'm sorry so, we probably spoiled the ending, but like you're, it's weird enough you're gonna want to watch it anyway. I don't. There's, I don't know. I'm there's much. Fascinated. Just, it's really that's good. That's the way to go into it. And, yeah. and honestly, okay. I thought the same thing. You watch it and you just kind of like shake your head, and then you just <laughs> yeah. like four days later, you're still like, that was really beautiful. Something. <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> honestly, when I saw the trailer for it, um. I, it was actually for when I saw the trailer for it, it was when I was actually seeing Prisoners of the Ghostland. And uh, I thought, I was like, oh, it's just like Drive Part Two, you know, the Ryan Gosling movie. Yeah. Um, or, you know, or like Nightcrawler or some shit. And like, kind of like, it looked like a Nicholas Riffin movie. Yeah. And so I watched that. So I went in thinking that it was going to be that. And I, you know, and then I was just like, me and the audience, like, I, I wish it were still in theaters so people could see it with an audience. It's uh, shockingly its own thing. Yes. And seeing it with an audience in that community community experience is like you walk out and you're like blood brothers for life. You're gonna be at each other's funerals. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> It's because we all felt that after watching that movie. I never spoke to Courtney again, but we both saw Titan and were like the fuck was that about yeah. <laughs> at her funeral giving her eulogy exactly like who's oh. that mysterious man in the black hat at the funeral and it's like oh, we were in the theater i was section f14 she was e9 in the theater <laughs> she was my tatane my tatane me um but yeah that oh. was uh i'm so, so glad yeah, that was that's, our, ours. that's our number eight uh, oh. All right, Mia, back to you. Number seven. Oh, okay. I feel so. Rolling. I feel so basic. No, we. No, no I am. My my goal next year is to watch more unique, like out of the box. At least for me, I can, films. I'll send you some weird. Me shit. too. Oh, me too. I love weird. Okay. Shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> where are we at? Seven. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my my number seven is Free Guy. Oh yeah, I love that's that. number seven. It's Aww. it was uh, everything I needed it to be, and then ev everything I wanted it to be. I didn't yeah. leave that uh, okay. film hungry for anything. I was like, all right, I needed I needed the plot to follow through with itself. It did that because that's what I was worried yeah. about. You have a concept like this, you run away with it, it turns crazy, and you're left confused. I didn't. It was a very yeah. complete story, and I was super excited about that. That's what I needed. I got yeah. it. 
What did I want? Everything else in that film. <laughs> I wanted everything else in that film. And it was freaking fantastic. So oh, I, that's I don't great. know if, I need, if I anyone do. else has seen it. But I'm going to yes. watch that over the Hollywood break. Yeah, uh, the yeah. holiday break. The Hollywood I, um, break. Hollywood break. What's oh. You know what? I'm. I, that's what I'm going to call it now because I'm just going to watch a shit ton of movies over the holiday I like that. Holiday. I am, yeah, that's break. my plan. I like that. I, I, I love it. I can't, I can't it, add anything to it, but I I I love the choice. I I have not seen it either, but I did notice that it was it was like number one at the box office for quite a while. So that I, I think until Shang Chi came out in like September or something like that. So it was quite popular. Um, it was. And, it, and also speaking of Stranger Things, uh, uh, Steve Steve Harrington uh, was in it. Uh, the older the old mm -hmm. the, the older guy like the like the I, I yep. love Steve Harrington. I do too. Oh yeah. I love him. And Man, you, you, you are making me be a shallow babe. I don't <laughs> appreciate that. I'm working so hard. I am working so hard so that way I can help you accomplish your dream. And meanwhile, you are dragging me along, man. This was supposed to be just for you, and I'm over here developing hard eyes for this man. I know it's it's. <laughs> I, lo I love having company, but like, no, he is. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll. There's plenty of other men we, we can find for you, Mia. You like Sebastian Stan? I I don't understand. See, there we go. Yes, See, there, yeah, he's he's just yeah, he's just a little too. You uh, don't much. under Sebastian Stan. Stan, I don't under Sebastian. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand. Why? Is, now, Mia wants to under Sebastian stand. She wants to under. Can you under or over the Sebastian stand? <laughs> the I answer like is yes. Both. All the above. <laughs> he, um, All right. He's just too muscular for my liking. I don't mean to keep object. I feel like such a perv on whatever I do these shows. I feel like you know I just, what? It's, you know what? The men need it. We. It's 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 a long time coming. Long time that you, <laughs> you get you get ogled uh, via a podcast. Long time coming. Exactly. Um Peg my, that men. Yeah, yeah. Let, uh again, I'm not gonna All go right. any farther than that. Uh, uh you almost got me canceled. I'm trying to get myself canceled. Uh, divert, divert, uh, number seven. Go, go, number, go, go. number seven. I just saw this kind of recently. Um, very beautiful movie. Uh Joaquin Phoenix in Come On, Come On. Oh, uh, so good. Still, oh no, you I'm will die, Mia. You love like talk he's about not, dad stuff. He's not the he's not he's the uncle, but he is very much the father role. Father and this little boy that he need. Oh my god, you're I cried. I have yeah, I, I yeah. You'll love it. I think you'll be ready to yeah, cry. See? Yeah, oh. I have it like this. you. You enjoyed it like that I, much? I need to. No, no, I I had a <laughs> I got for it. Like uh, I haven't seen oh. it. Yet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if you would have said yes, I would have believed you. You know yeah. that. No, no, I uh, no, no, that's awesome. That's a very good one, Courtney. Beautiful, mm. just just across Primo. the board, and not what I expected fully either. I was just like, no. story wasn't that complex, but it definitely was still unexpected and very beautiful. And the music was good, and the little boy actor was phenomenal. And yeah, mm. I recommend. Very wow. good, good actor. Well. I'm going to segue right off of that because everything you just said, take away the little boy actor and add in <laughs> Kristen Stewart actress. Okay. Is, my number seven is Spencer. Nice. Ah! I haven't seen it yet. It down. Oh. I, I just, here's, here's the quick, just one. It's Kristen Stewart acting her ass off. So it's amazing. Yeah. Um, it yeah. is sort of filmed like a horror movie. 
because it's oh. about her basically essentially having an anxiety attack over the Christmas that she decides to divorce uh, her husband and leave the royal the family. Uh, Good for her. Get out. Yeah. Out. And, out. and, 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 and. Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead does the entire score and it's ah! amazing. I like listen, I've like listened to it uh at work. So uh go uh speaking of people who are gonna be nominated for lead leads, I think Kristen Stewart Her? will oh. be and should be uh, nominated for lead actress for it mm -hmm. and should win it. Um, and then it definitely needs some recognition for its music and score and cinematography and costumes. It's just it's great. Um, period pieces and like you know time period dramas aren't usually my thing, but mm -hmm. this one was was just stellar on every level. And it, it so. feels weird because that even though sorry, gotta sorry. get the demons There's out that. somehow. Pterodactyl <laughs> screech or a mousy screech. <laughs> um, I, I stuck my finger back into Hedwig. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Um, it is weird. I will. I, I feel like I have a fucking comment for everything. That's just who I am as a person. I'm like I must also give my opinion on something I've not seen yet. But I, it is interesting that Spencer is obviously a period piece because it, I, even though I wasn't, I don't think I was alive when that happened. It still was so prevalent when I was a kid or like of of consciousness that all mm -hmm. of that stuff with Diana happened. That it feels like oh, this is just like a modern whatever this it's no this is actually in the like, zeitgeist it's just yeah, always always been around yeah like. and like you know on top of like all the stuff with megan and harry you know like that mm -hmm. kind of a like that's that that's never left uh never never left the uh the conversation so i think that's interesting that it is like it is a period piece um it's just interesting that's all nope well, i agree gonna have to watch it Right. Yeah. Oh, that's me. My six. Numero six. Okay, so my six is Tick, Tick, Boom. I've been wanting to see Ooh. that, too. I haven't seen it yet. First off, I think you'd love I, it. Second. Oh, I love Andrew what's up? what's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? No, I was just going to say, ooh, yes, I really like that. One, another stellar, like, Andrew Garfield performance. And apparently, like, a great music. I haven't seen it, but uh, a great musical is what I hear. It is a it is a great phenomenal musical. I I am not, I don't dislike Vanessa Hudgens, but I don't seek out a lot of the stuff that she happens to be in. Not necessarily her fault. She just she's just in things I don't normally watch. Yeah. Um, but her in this film, I was like, yeah, I am bisexual for a reason. <laughs> uh, and then on top on top of that, I am a huge huge fan of Andrew Garfield. It is one of my dreams to work a film with him, like as well as Adam. Like, there's the husband line, and then there's like the dream work with actor yeah. line, and yeah. he, Adam Driver, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, uh, they're they're all they're all there. Oh um, yeah. So it was it was fantastic. I I how do I how do I say this very quickly? Um, so one of my day jobs is modeling and I have a friend who's always curious as to why it is that I'm so comfortable being in very few clothes sometimes. And I told her, I told her, I was like, the reason why I'm so okay with being in as little as possible and sometimes nothing is because I, I started in theater. <laughs> I started in theater and I had a change on stage. And they just, I just in front of everybody. Down. 
Yeah. You have to get used to it. You have to get yeah. used to it really fast. They don't care whether or not you're comfortable with it. They There's don't. no room for those types of feelings. You get in, you do the job, you get it done, and off the stage yeah. you go. That's it. That's it. So That is true. And while that's not that's not necessarily a big thing about this movie, it just it brought me back to one of my roots and why I'm able to pursue any of the things that I so love and, in my life. And not for nothing, you got to support, I mean, Lin-Manuel behind this, behind the camera, directing a movie yeah. about his like yeah. huge musical influence. Not yeah. that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's pretty it cool. Is pretty cool. Pretty cool. And he's great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He, you, he, you can tell that he, cause I've watched interviews. You could tell this was a passion project for him. He's like, if there is yeah. nothing else that I get to do for the rest of my life, I got to do this. Damn. That's saying that's something cool. coming from him. I too. like that. Um, yeah, like Andrew, that. Andrew Garfield's amazing. I've been a fan of him since I saw him on Doctor Who and oh, during yes. the David Tennant years. He played a yeah, Southern guy. <laughs> you predate me, but I've been a fan of his since I've since I stumbled on him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very very talented, and he he seems like a really chill dude from everything I've watched. He's I'm a like, very oh. sensitive man. Yeah, and I oh, man, a I sensitive watched, yes. individual. Yes. Also, he um. Not this did not not make my list for various reasons, but he was great in the eyes of Tammy Faye as Jim Baker. He was great. Um, eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah, very uh, trans, kind of transformative in the sense of his. Uh, like I did not That's think that I was. Uh, I didn't think it was Andrew Garfield when I was watching him. I'm like, oh, this guy is this guy is a religious zealot who's also a con artist. This is not Andrew Garfield. No, and I he just like, like um, hid behind point. it. Mm -hmm. He was very. I feel good. like. Uh, he may be overshadowed though by the co-star in that like Jessica I mean, Chastain, yeah. yeah. Look, she was amazing. Don't though. talk Lovely. about yeah. my wife, guys. Come on. You can watch well, you, you gotta watch this movie now. With your, I'm gonna your, have your, to your, now. Your husband and your wife. Um one of my husbands, hold up there. Uh, yeah. Sorry. No disrespect <laughs> to Sebastian Stan and Michael B. Jordan. Mormon my positive. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Polygamy positive high five P colon the podcast. Double P. Um my number <laughs> don't die. I, I love some P P in my life. Oh no. Oh no. No, go, go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just joked. You're making me want, a joke. I, I don't want to make you pee pee. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no. She's choking on the pee pee um, joke. Um Anyway, <laughs> this is going uh, off the rails very quickly and i love it that oh uh, people should listen people gotta watch this on the they video gotta watch this out. one because i'm doing all this extra work for the camera okay you know, I'm, I'm, here. I'm here i'm here i'm i'm serving so much so many faces to the camera like zendaya you says you gotta and shade and, and faces and shade oh yes i love to um i love to be shitty <laughs> um Join um, us on our new podcast, Faces and Shade, yes, coming in uh, 2022. Let's be shitty. Um, uh, now, my number six is not shitty at all. In fact, it was phenomenal, and people are going to be shocked that it is that low on my list, but I have other movies that surpassed it. Um, and uh, I have the man right behind me. It's the French Dish Badge with Wes Anderson. Wow. That's I'm my number six. not surprised where it's located on your list. That's fair. Cause I, I also talked maybe a little bit of shit about it uh, when I first mm -hmm. saw it. Cause again, I, I had to see, I need to watch it again because I saw it when I was in a bad mood, <laughs> which how could I be a Ooh, in a bad not mood great. Not for not a movie great. like that? No. Like how could one, why was I, yeah. I was only in a bad mood cause I was just tired, 
And um, and this, that was the only time I was able to see it. Uh, and I wanted to see it like opening weekend. So that was important to me. But yeah, I should have just waited because it's like, one, how could I ever be in a bad mood seeing a Wes Anderson movie? But yeah. somehow the impossible happened and I was in a bad mood. <laughs> but um, but sitting like like thinking about it after that, and I probably will try and see it again before it leaves theaters or gets on a streaming or something. It was just so it was perfect. Like it was visually yeah. perfect. The stories and it was so it was he Wes Anderson doubled down on everything that he does, and it was just great. Um, mm. uh, just not nothing was wasted. Nothing felt wasted, but everything was extravagant okay. and just very beautiful. <clears throat> Storylines were great. The last one in uh, in black and white was my favorite, or I guess two out of the three were in black and white. But like the final one, uh, the final storyline, which I don't want to spoil for anyone, it is my oh, favorite. Oh man, it was so good and just oh, oh god seen it and just that final line at the end and he finally gets to say him one line it was beautiful and i cried um uh yeah timothy chalamet was great uh uh francis mcdormand was great tilda swinton was great sorcia ronan was great uh bill murray uh elizabeth moss for how little she was in it she's always awesome a little kooky but she's always awesome <laughs> but you yeah. know uh yeah it was just all-star cast everyone was fantastic yeah. uh Benicio del Toro, like we talked a little bit today, he is amazing. That, I don't was, know if he fits into that world as well, but I still think he's a good actor. But they used he they used him well. That's the thing I about think Wes so, Anderson. Yeah. He knows how to paint with the Benicio brush. Yeah, he knew like okay, I'm casting him. This is what I want him to do. We'll make this whole storyline around him, and and we'll make you know Adrian Brody and everybody kind of cater to to what works for yeah. him. And because uh, Adrian Brody already just fits in the, into that West World yes. so well, West World yes. <laughs> season. Ooh, I would, I'd watch I would West totally World. Hashtag West World. Oh, could you that. see like a West World version of Wes Anderson World? Oh my God! Oh my God! That's what I, I'm imagining, like a theme park that we're yes. going to. That's how I'm. That's with what animatronic I'm like foxes and like oh my God! Oh, and the, I want it. And the I submarine. Need this now. I need it now too. You can stay at the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh my God! Yes, I love that's like the oh, on-site lodging. Love that. I would love that too. All right, Westworld. Anyway, somebody Westworld. sponsor us. Mm -hmm. um, I love it. I, uh, I okay. So, um, my my list is kind of broken up, I guess, into like the the back half, ten through six is either I loved or it was like personal favorites or things like that, and then the top five are kind of. Courtney, I think what you're angling at is like more like the technical marvels or things that I was just flabbergasted yeah. by. So number six is really just the last like passionate one, passiony, passiony mm -hmm. one uh, for just passion alone. But my number six is my Marvel choice, and it's Spider Man No Way Home. I can't <laughs> wait. Number six. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, and, and let, I'm, so, let me, I'm struggling. It's so She's it's shook. so good. I I and I, I I'm desperate to see it again too. Um, that's the thing is it gave me everything from like a popcorn pop culture spider mini movie that I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, but the ones that are higher, I think, are just made the technical marvels. They're just technically just unbelievable in yeah. my mind. So but man, I and I don't want to say too much because, again, I don't want to spoil it for one Courtney who hasn't seen it. And then Thank anyone you. else who hasn't. Uh, who hasn't seen it. So um, no more about it from, from, from me, but I will say that I had a, it's my favorite Marvel movie and experience of the year. Um, not of like all time, but like of oh, this okay. year for sure. 
Uh, and it, uh, I think it allows everybody who is in it to finally and always do exactly what they need to do. So it's Good. so fun. And it has in its DNA like that love for Spider-Man that the old Raimi movies had. And I appreciated that quite a bit. Oh, I like that. So, so I yeah. encourage everyone to see it if you haven't. But by this time and given the box office... It seems like everyone has. Uh, yeah. But if you haven't, run out and see it so then we can all spoil it for each other. Mm -hmm. But yes. that's my number six. All right, this is it, guys. We're now back to the top five. We are here. Oh. We're powering through. Yeah. I don't want to, again, trying to stay away from spoilers, but let's hit it. Ow. Mia, what do you got? Number five. Um, uh, my number five is Eternals. Really? Yes. Wow. You liked it? Yeah. I, so there's my mar um it's number five because it hits several things for me that uh, Marvel hadn't touched on yet, but I was very happy that this did. So uh the deaf superhero, the um, not that multiracial relationships is something that people shy away from anymore, but they made sure to hit on that. Uh, gay, gay couple. Um, I, one thing in particular, have you both seen it? You've both seen it. Yes. Yeah. I okay. Haven't. I haven't. No. So, but it does. I, I, am, I am to a point where it's say what you need to say. But be cognizant of like listeners spoilies. Mm -hmm, I don't. Okay. I'm okay with things being spoiled, but listener spoilies may be an issue. Because I don't know if I'll be on Disney Plus when it uh, when we do this too. Uh, it should actually. It should be a release on Disney Plus by like on the 28th of December. Oh, so by perfect. The time this never comes mind. Out, it should be open to the public. So. Okay, never okay. mind. Um. Then nerds win good things. <laughs> That's not a spoiler, but nerds are great, and Yay. I love them. And they, great. I mean, like That's they awesome. win points for me. So, yeah. That's okay. awesome. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> Whew, right, I'm so happy you stopped me because I was about to say all the spoilers. <laughs> I, yeah, I could feel it. I'm like, I'm, I got you. I, I got you, sister. I, I feel yeah, you I'm on like, that. Turn the, we're gonna turn the wheel on that one. This eternal. This. Jesus, take the eternal wheel. Yes. Um, <laughs> how very. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a line. That's a statement. OK. Um, my number five um, is one that I, I was surprising to me when I thought of when, like when I was thinking about it. Why do I give all these grand grandiose like uh, like uh, uh, prefixes? I don't need to do that. Um, uh, Prelogs. Um, my number five is The Woman Who Ran, which is a very beautiful Korean drama Ooh. that came out um, this year. And um, it's about a woman who is married. And in the movie, they, they she addresses it a lot. She's been married for five years to her husband. They've not spent one day apart. And finally, she get, she just decides to go on a, like a little like trip for herself. So she there's like kind of the movie's also broken up, similar to French Dispatch in like three different kind of stories, but surrounding the one woman where she goes and visits a friend from like where she, before she got married and they're like, Oh, how's your married life? We haven't seen you in five years, this and that. And she just kind of sees mm -hmm. what her life could have been as a single woman in the city. Um, then she goes and visits her family kind of just like seeing like what that was like before she 
got me, you know, like now what life is like now that she's mm-hmm. married and she hasn't really seen them. And then finally she ends up running into someone that she had a bit of a flame with and kind of like the, what could have been <laughs> so the movie, the movie itself doesn't have a lot of high stakes. It's just her going through her life. And like, it's a lot of like day to day. It almost sounds like the reverse of the before trilogy with yeah. the link ladder. <laughs> It's yeah. like they they ended marriage, but then they had then they were kind of together and met, and then they had a fling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of like reverse that. That's be, that sounds beautiful. It was beautiful, and it was just so understated. I what made me sad is I watched people walk out of the theater halfway through because I think it just wasn't what they expected or whatever. But I thought like it was very like it's a very patient movie, and you have to like just let it kind of like a movie from the seventies almost. You have to let it kind yeah. of unfold and you have to have a little more grace and patience with it to really absorb everything. And I thought that was really beautiful and, ni- and a nice change of pace for most of the movies that I watch. So that's my number like, five. Uh, like you have to sit and rest in. The yes, yeah. you have to, you have to just okay. take in that. She is, she's here. She's like just having a normal day to day conversation about whatever noodles they ordered or whatever. I think mm. it was like some sort of ramen or something that they were eating um, or something like that, or something that her friend made or just her like walking around like an art gallery and just like not having a whole lot of right. like plot point specific things to say, but just her living her life. And I think that was really kind yeah. of a cool slice of life, but also her a little sad of seeing what her life could have been if she wasn't locked into this very like committed marriage, I guess. Like mm-hmm. not saying that it isn't good or bad, but her just being like, did I make the right choice? Was her it kind sounds of interesting like a poetic film. It was. Yeah. yeah it, w- it could have very much been like a, a, a long poem, I think. And just <laughs> makes me think about my life choices a yeah. lot too. We're like, where would I be if I wasn't? Um, it impacted me in that way of like, me having a hard time making commitments in general, aside just to everything within myself, like making commitments to other people and other commitments that will affect other people's lives. I have a hard time with that. Just the thing that I'm working on. So watching that was just like, oh, interesting. Just seeing the other side yeah. of that. So, so yeah. I, I I will say my the next couple of mine are sort of introspective. Like it's not – you could say you, the plots could be questionable, but it's all about the experience of watching. <clears throat> so that's sort of my – intro for like the next three uh my number five has been mentioned my number five is the french dispatch yay okay and not to to tread over i will agree with everything that courtney said i think it is uh is is brilliant it is a technical marvel i found myself Mm -hmm. just staring at it being like how do you film these scenes how did you visualize the camera and Everyone sitting like this, it looks so great. Um, and so I I couldn't get enough of it. It was mm-hmm. you know, King Bill Murray giving a, a very understated performance. It was very wonderful. The Courtney, to your points, the stories that all takes place in this weird town in France that's inhabited by a lot of English expatriates. So it's mm-hmm. a bunch of American people living in France, <laughs> writing an English newspaper about their French town. And it's all just like weird stories that happen in that French town. And it's done in a style of like this weird, like New Yorker style magazine. Mm -hmm. The the dialogue was snappy and the acting was, everyone was a hundred percent committed for every moment they were on screen. And I just couldn't look away from it. It was gorgeous. So yeah, it was, it was great. I, I I I very much recommend it to everybody. So number five, the French Dispatch. Nice. All right. Okay. Keeping, this, keeping this train rolling. <clears throat> Mia, number four. Uh, what happened to the best of the year? 
Yeah, my number four has been listed already. Yeah. Yeah. My number four is Shang Chi. Ah! That was so good. <laughs> imagine, imagine my shock, Miss Lady. Imagine my shock. I, I thought for sure when you're the that... only one of us to have it on there. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, for sure, for sure, one of them is going to have it up higher, and I thought. Because of your emotional reaction when we talked about yeah. it a few episodes ago, um, I was like, for sure, it's going to be in her top five of this tent. Yeah. And you were like, nah. And I was like, betrayed. I know. I know. <laughs> I, know. I fought with myself. It made it in my top 10 on Instagram, but like I had to retool the list before today. Um, okay. No, it, yeah, I think. I think I only allowed for like maybe one like big budget movie on my list and that was Dune. And so I don't know why I did it that did it that way, but you speak, mm. speak to hey, it. Hey, sorry. Hey, oh. the rules, the rules is the, do you make the rules for your own yeah. list? Yeah. 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 That's totally okay. I'm not hating. I was just like, <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I picked Shang-Chi because I feel like it's the, it's a movie that was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. We we've yeah. waited too long yeah. for a film like this, yeah. um, and for some people, it's a little too fantastical for them. Right. But it pulled it pulled from the Asian influences it was inspired by. So yes. of course, it was going to end up with a little more of a fantastical type of ending and and right. characteristics to it. At least it, that made sense to me. Um, right. I am not Asian, so all I can go is with things I have observed. Right. Um, but uh, it also, <laughs> my whole thing is when it comes to the, the, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to make sure I phrase this properly. Um, the societal standards, the societal, mm-hmm. sorry, steps that different cultures need to take. Um, we needed Black Panther to come first. Right. In this particular universe, we yeah. needed Black Panther to come first because Blade was already there. Like, there's a co- that Spawn was already there. Like, there's, I get mm-hmm. it. Those already happened. But for this universe, we needed Black Panther to happen first in order for us to be able to get Shang-Chi, in mm-hmm. order for us to be able to get Moon Knight. Uh, yeah. You know, like, mm. you and I, our cultures cannot yeah. excel if that, if, if, you know, yeah, Black people's cultures is not pushed. Yeah, it's, you know, like I'm trying to say this as appropriately as I possibly no, can. No, no, no. But Shang-Chi was important because like just like Black Panther was important, these big steps need to be made in order for more of these things to happen. Like without Black Panther, without Shang-Chi, without Moon Knight, we can't get the new Miss Marvel. We can't get we can't get any of yeah. the other, right. other things. All that safekeeping. So, yeah. Exactly. It's a step exactly. in the right direction for the correct representation for this society right. of nerddom and superheroes that we all right. love and that we want everyone to be here with. We want them right. with us, talking right. superheroes and loving them. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's what I want. Um, now I'm so. tearing up again. I see. I should have put it on. I'm sorry. Here. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no tears. <laughs> will, no. will your four make you cry? You go to your uh, number four. Real quick. No, because my four was also borderline horrifying, but also I'm like, oh, this is great. Oh yeah, <laughs> my number four. Uh, I thought I hated it, and then I like was like, oh, I love it, and I can't stop thinking about it. Is uh, Annette. Ooh. Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. 
I'll tell oh, you. No. Is it said the magic words? What? Yeah, is that was the guy who did. Holy Motors? I think I liked it more than Holy Motors because it was also like okay. the musical, but it was like a self-aware musical, and the Sparks Brothers did the music for it. And then Simon Helberg from uh, The Big Bang Theory, of all people, was also in this movie. Uh, it was just, okay. um, yep. if you like musicals, you may or may not hate this movie, but it is a musical. And someone who is ambivalent to musicals, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. This is how I want to watch yeah. musicals because oh. it is just so different than like a tra traditional. It's like I could see this being like kind of like, I guess, I don't want to say it's going to pave the way for new musicals because that's what Hamilton, that's the, that was the job that that did. Right. But I think in a, in a more like that in a, in bringing other types of music into musicals. But I think this was more of a bringing a more, a, a weirder storyline and weirder perspective because musicals are inherently odd, but I don't think they're addressed. They're like very like ABC storylines. This mm -hmm. one had an ABC storyline, but it pulled from a lot of other different things. And the, the way they incorporated the music was very interesting to have these big musical numbers. Um, and again, I, it was like three hours long or something, and I was not bored at all. Very, uh, some parts, some parts were a little uncomfortable to watch, but I think it was not like in like a a me too kind of way, but like just it was just like odd. And so, yeah. um, you know, no, I didn't mean for that to be like any. Those, but whatever. Those French filmmakers, they'll put you in weird headspaces. They do, and it was just uh, I think about that movie often still, and I saw that like yeah. I don't know over the summer or something. I think it, I think it's I, great. I think that I told you this when when, uh, when we were chatting the other day, but I think about Holy Motors probably once a quarter. Yes, it's so good. Reason. I saw that movie six years ago. It's so, so good. I, I I'm with you on that one. I honestly the that's a good segue to my number four because my number four is also an odd movie that I wasn't expecting, that's contemplative, and I find myself thinking about quite a bit. Yeah, and my four is pig with nicholas cage oh nice i was waiting for this to be on somebody's list nice i <laughs> i was enamored with that yeah. movie i one i thought it was one of the it. best nicholas cage like performances it's always nice to be reminded that nicholas cage is a fantastic actor and not I just agree. like a crazy person who kind of feels like he's on fire yeah, like, he's not just who's acting dude. like he's on fire, but he's not. Like it's right. really, really nice to see like the raising Arizonas or like leaving Las Vegas. It's right. It's nice to be reminded of like Joe did it about ten years ago. You're like, hey, yeah. remember Nick Cage can act, and you're like, fuck, forgot. Yeah. That's kind of what <laughs> Pig does for me. And there's like one scene in particular where he confronts a snooty chef, uh, yes. in a in a in a Portland bar or something or Seattle right. bar. I forget, but it's, it was not at all the movie I expected it to be, but the camera work from a director who's never directed before mm -hmm. the writing and it being sort of a retelling of the Greek Orpheus like mm -hmm. myth was set in like the world of Shut Portland. Up. I did not know yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's literally just a, a, a character driven movie it's I, mm -hmm. I i can't there's so many i can just keep talking about it i won't but everybody should go watch pig it's on hulu you can stream it for free hulu. if you have hulu and okay. it's so good and i thoroughly mm -hmm. recommend it to everybody it's it, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. So. you've you've officially convinced me with that little greek thing that was I'll, that was yeah. surprising that. that was a we good little add-on okay. for sure yeah. 
All right, then. I guess that means we're on right. to uh, one, two, Bob, three. Where are the big ones? Where are the big ones? My top three aren't related at all. Aren't related at all. Nice. Mine either. Good. Not, my, uh, my number three is Encanto. Oh, really? that one looks really I good. Is it is I've it good? In concert, like the music Jay. is really good. Did you cry? Yeah. Did I cry? Did <laughs> I cry? Yes, I cried. I cried so hard. I look, family, siblings, parents, grandparents, stuff, all that yeah. stuff. Family. Plus a little bit of magic. Oh, yeah. That that's the recipe. That's the recipe for me. You want yeah. me to watch it? They, that. Yeah, that's all. Plus the music, that's, that's like the spice, the music of my people. That's the actual spice. The music of my people. I was like, gonna Lynn, say, Lynn yeah. did it. Okay. Say, that's two <laughs> Lin Manuel. That's two Lin Manuel. Nice. Yep, yep, yep. I so love that. That is. That's okay. The, uh, that's, I praise. High praise and I high really, and love it. I can't wait. Yeah, to I need to. I need to hear both because all three of us have lived very different lives. So I would love to hear how the film has impacted both of you. Whenever you finally yeah, watch gotcha. it, I'll, I, I, will, it. I will definitely comment in our group chat as soon as I see yeah. it because the last one okay. that I saw from that studio was Luca. I mean, I like Raya. Yeah, mine. I liked Luca yeah, quite a bit. That was surprising. Yeah. Kind of a sleeper, really good one. And Encanto okay. is the next one, and I haven't I haven't seen that yet, so I want to see. Is that Pixar or Disney? I think it's just Disney. Disney right? I think it's Disney. I can't tell yeah, you the okay, last. Look it up. I can't tell you the last Disney movie that I saw that was animated uh, that was like new. I don't remember. I uh, yeah, I'll have to think about that. And Jay, I still need your Disney Plus password. <laughs> oh, nah, just come on, you not on the air. You'll um, get it. Don't you worry. Here, yeah, it, it's I'll put just it on Disney. air. It's yes. the yeah, password. Yeah. Is it's at Joey at gmail.com. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, my number three has already been mentioned. Um, and it is, uh, I was, I'm happy to see it made a list, uh, but I, I, it ranked high for me surprisingly was last night in Soho. Okay. okay. I, I, I didn't realize you liked it. it that much. I didn't know either until I made the list. Because <laughs> I can't, I knew it had to be on there somewhere. Because I really, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. It just um, was such a fun. I saw that roughly around the same time I saw French Dispatch too. Maybe within a few days of each other. My mood obviously had changed. Is that's just I'm an Enneagram four and it changes all the time. Um, <laughs> so that's why. But also like just sitting there, it just felt like such a fun, like like kind of like not full on popcorn blockbuster jaws type mo style movie but like a fun right. like oh it's a fun afternoon like a fun matinee movie kind of or a fun date night movie that also had a twist yep. to it um but you mentioned the ending earlier uh which we can talk more about when we do the edgar wright episode but i also was like i was okay on the ending i just i love the build-up of like where is this gonna go what's happening because like just there were yes. a lot of fun twists and turns the ending was just like I honestly can't really tell you much about the ending because I don't remember it a lot, no. but it was the journey to wherever that they went well, that I enjoyed. We can, spoil, we can spoil the crap out of it on on when we go on, we all dive into the Edgar yes. Wright episode. Um, but yeah, because there's, and I think I told you this when we chatted before, mm -hmm. but um, but me and I, I wonder if you'll agree, but there are a couple things they could have done at the end where I'd have been like, I'm out. Right. Yeah. The, they sidestepped a couple <coughs> really major landmines, in my opinion, at the I, end. Yeah, to I have think so an too. ending that was 
I, I can't wait to dive in and spoil it on the Edgar Wright episode. And I, I, I will, I will say, I as much as I love Edgar Wright, I don't know if he always sticks to the landing on everything because, like, Baby Driver couldn't tell you the end of Baby Driver. Uh, Scott Pilgrim ends happy, but like you know, like I, I think it's just him the and the first, journey. I'm pretty yeah, sure the first Baby third. Driver, like everybody dies except. Yeah, I think that's him. it. It's up for him and his girlfriend. But like the first third of that movie was spectacular. Oh, it's so good. The so second, good. the second third, you're like, I mean, okay. And then the okay. third, you're like, what happened? But the, happened? the first act of that film, yeah. I could play the first act on repeat. Yeah. Oh, the first like 20 minutes of that movie, like the intro credits and that first car chase scene. Oh, spectacular. With that song. Yeah. Well, Edgar oh. Wright, yeah, we can talk about it more because I have some fun Edgar Wright trivia uh, just in okay, general. But yeah, that was my number three is Last Night in Soho, surprisingly to me oh. too. So my number three hasn't been mentioned yet, but it was one that I, Ooh. oh God, I just loved it so damn much. And my number three is The Green Knight. Um but it was it was everything i I had high hopes for it going in because the Mm -hmm. director the guy who has directed that um everything he's made david david lowry yeah he's amazing lowry thank you yeah um pete like pete's dragon was really good yeah ironically um (laughs) it uh, was the the casey affleck ghost one um was really good oh my god that's so good (laughs) What's the so name? What, a ghost story. A ghost story. A ghost story. Thank you. So go ahead. Um, so I had high hopes for David Lowry, like coming into this, mm-hmm. and he he blew all of them out of the water. Like the yeah. color and cinematography was amazing. The music was so good. It was staged in a couple areas, like an old Shakespearean play. Yeah. I wasn't super familiar with the Sir Gawain and the Green Knight story, mm-hmm. so I was just in it for the ride, and I I just. I loved it. I, I just thought it was like the art movie of the year that really yeah. was like, this is what I, I needed. I just perfect. It was nearly perfect in my opinion. So Green Knight, yeah. I recommend yeah. uh, high on my list. Number three. Nice. All right. Oh, sorry. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, I was yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, uh, we got the big daddies coming up. So Mia, number two. I've been swapping. I know. Swapping back and forth. I imagine. I've juggled a lot on this list. Yeah, like a slinky. Don't. Slinky, slinky, slinky. Um, but I'm I I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh my number two is Dune. Oh nice, yeah. My number nice two choice. is Dune. Uh it's it's gonna be my new obsession. Very excited about it. Oh yeah. As we discussed it's on the episode, so I came in with nothing. I came and in I with love no that. inkling. I am so obsessed yeah, with the fact that you came in with no knowledge and that mm-hmm. the movie hooked you so much. And you much. still oh, loved yeah. it. I love oh. that for you. Oh, oh I am I, I am beyond it. excited. For, I want to be a part of the films. Like if there's any yeah. way I could be an extra in the film, I will have mm-hmm. completed my life. Oh my god, my headphones almost came off. But you know. <laughs> you know. That's how excited you yeah. are. Yes, yes. I I absolutely love it. Every single actor that was picked is exactly mm-hmm. the actors that you Perfect. needed in order to get yeah. people to be hooked. Um so I'm even more excited for the actors that get to stay and continue on the story because yep. quality content right there. I'm just I am yeah. 
That is that was a movie. The sound was great. The acting was great. The colors were great. Um, the cinematography was spectacular. Yes. Uh, my like, I didn't know who Denny was until I watched this movie, and then I started watching interviews of him, and now I am factually in love with him. So that's yeah. just how that went. Um, so, <laughs> so Dune. There we go. I love it. Oh my god, yeah. that's beautiful. And like. Yeah, it was just a visual marvel, and it is going to be. I keep saying it's going to be like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, like when it came out, because for this generation of just like it just blows I your really fucking hope mind. So. It does I hope? I think so. it has to. I really do. We're due. One, really we're due. Do. Just like timeline with the timing of everything, um, we're due for that. Like there are certain pockets of of the pop culture where there's mm -hmm. a void, and something just rises up to the top, like that either we didn't have before or we needed because something we just haven't had that for a minute you know like right. and i think dune is yeah. going to be that big epic um what we're missing and yeah. what we've been missing in that in that way um anyway so it's love your dune. tune sorry it's my tune, <laughs> it's my tune. Dune! Hashtag Hashtag tune. i love it my number two has already been mentioned and i wasn't sure if it was going Ooh. to get mentioned um uh, and that is the green knight <gasps> what? All right, I'm gonna have to see it. I am fucking obsessed so with this good. movie. It's so good. And it is a Christmas movie. His, Christmas his, happens twice. His yellow, his yellow cloak in it is so good. It's and, so good. And Dev, Dev I could watch him boil water. I could watch him boil water. I I'm obsessed with him and everything he's everything he's done. He's so. He's so talented. I just love. Mm -hmm. There's also a really good interview. I got to send the group of him and Octavia Spencer interviewing each other. And it's beautiful. It's such a beautiful. Them just talking about actors, actors, actors on actors by Variety. Oh, okay. Hunter the AT&T. Yes. Of yes. Also, by the way, um, the production company A24, yeah. the people who put out yeah. uh, The Green Knight, they have a yeah. podcast where they put just two different people together for an hour long conversation. What? And it's people that are always associated with like A24. So they've Their had movies. ones between like Greta Gerwig and just someone else. They had David Lowry talk to somebody. But it's just like two random people that are fans of each other that are associated with A24 having oh, a conversation. Oh, I love that. So, uh, Courtney, wow. check it out. I've, but also, actors on acting, amazing. <clears throat> yeah, so good. And then, uh, yeah, The Green Knight was just, yeah, it was so beautiful. And I hadn't read that poem in ages, which I think the more I talked to people who read it right before seeing the movie or were a fan of that poem, did not love the movie as much because they thought it got too weird. But I think that I loved, I love the weirdness of it. I love the little yeah. fox running around and just like, I just I love that it was the and, the and how the ending is a little bit ambiguous, you know, mm -hmm. like really what but it did is happen? still a, a morality play. It's it is like a, a fable. It is, um, and I just love that. Yeah, I love the way they did yeah. everything. And I have a you know I know that movie was a bit polarizing for some people. Well, go fuck yourselves because it's great. Yeah. But the people who didn't like it, so whatever, good. it's so good. Um, yeah, and I think about that movie like all the time, and just like things yep, from that movie. And it's a Christmas movie. Like I said, Christmas happens twice in that movie. So you can Agreed. watch it. It's like Die Hard. And per we're saying. Performances, performances down the line. Just great across the Yeah. Board. Yeah. Everyone is amazing. So. The, the, the cast, the, uh, yeah, the, the, the uh, practical effects, all of that were so great. And just you watch any interview with David Lowry and you hear how much passion he has for the story and for the movie. Oh my God, we're like at an hour and a half. I'm sorry. We'll just keep going. Sorry. Oh no, we're but here it is. This is the top ones. These are the we're. This is so good. I, 
I skirted the rules slightly for my number two because it is a movie. It yeah. is a film, but it's not like a narrative or a plot-driven film. Okay. But I I think it's one of the most impressive art outputs of the entire year and it's Bo Burnham's Inside. Oh, yes! Oh, I still haven't seen it! Yeah. Oh. I, yes. I, I, honestly, they recently released the vinyl for it and I have heavily considered buying it because the songs are not only uh, amazingly smart, but they are good and they are enjoyable to listen to. Yeah. But what he accomplished in what is very recklessly labeled a comedy special, yeah. but is yeah. seriously, he documented himself going crazy during the pandemic and then mm -hmm. turning it into an art piece over the course of a year, completely by himself. Yeah. And it's, I, I, it's, it's one of those things where it's so good. You almost look like you, a lot of things you'll watch and be like, Oh, well that inspires me to make movies because everybody can kind of get their foot in that door. But there are some things that are so good. You're like, I should never create art again. I agree. Because I agree. With it's that. so intimidating that people like this are out there. Exist. And that yeah. to me uh, is how yeah. good Bo Burnham's inside is. Um, yeah. So I, I, I it may some people may be like, well, that's not a movie. It totally is. It Please is a movie. Please watch it. You don't have an emotional connection to the, what happens to right. the character. There's a narrative um, so, to it too. Yeah. So go, yeah. Uh, ugh, people. So, yeah, that's my number two. Bo Burnham's nice. inside. Here Beautiful. we are. This is, and here's the thing that there's no, there's going to be no like collective list. No We're not collective. Gonna, no, no, there can't be favorites. Yeah. So mm -hmm. this is the this is our favorite movie of last year. Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you like the your one movie that you're anticipated for. So this is it. We're at the we're at the finish line. Mia, what was your favorite movie last year? My favorite movie was Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> your favorite movie was Spider-Man? It's yeah. so good. It's oh, so good. I can't, I can't wait. I can't either. It's just like. By the time this episode comes out, you will have seen it. Yeah. So. Right. I will be on the other side and I cannot wait. It's just it, it, it. No spoilies. <laughs> I'm sorry you can't express yourself. I'm so sorry. I, I just I, I need you to know. I need you to know. I am probably going to see it again on Wednesday, which is supposed to be packing day before I leave yeah. for Puerto Rico. Uh, with my roommate. I think Canadians because... call that boxing day. <laughs> no, I don't know. That's I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm seeing that on Wednesday too, actually. So we'll see it okay. hopefully at the same time. Ooh, I, I will be seeing it in the morning. Oh, never mind then. It's yeah. at night. Okay. So. I'll be seeing well, it Courtney, well, because... when you see it, you group text us. I will. Yes. I just, it's okay. not often that I see movies more than once in the theater. The last time that I saw a movie for a second time in the theater was Joker. Oh, wow. So understand, understand. This is good. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it, this is the one that I hadn't been to the theater in like two years. And we were able to go see it for Ghostbusters, which was very nice and pleasant. But we were like, Spider-Man was getting us out of the house for the theater. It, regardless, like that was how big it was in our yeah. house. We're like, we are seeing this in the theater. Yeah. So, I love Mia, it. good choice. Yeah. You're Thanks. getting nods in this household. I'll tell you that. I can't wait. So, Courtney, <laughs> here's the big question for you. What was your favorite movie last year? 
My favorite movie last year has also already been mentioned. Um, and I think about this movie and a quote from this movie all the time. And that movie is Pig. Oh, yeah. see, that's why I wrote it down. That's yeah. my. I gotta watch it. That's What's like the a quote, though. I need the quote. We don't have a lot of things in this world that we actually care about. And mm-hmm. so I, I think, mm-hmm. and that was in reference to Nicolas Cage, like really giving a shit about yeah. this pig. <laughs> uh, and like, I, uh, just thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, like, so pursue everything you have with all your whole heart, love openly with your whole heart. Um, and I, that's what I got a lot from that too. And to not judge a book by its cover. Um, yeah. I, there was a lot of that, that I was like, and it was just, yeah. And I cried and just like the, the father son dynamic too. Again, Mia, you'll like the father son dynamic in this. You will. Um, you'll okay. cry during that. There, which I did not expect that. Uh, I did not expect that to be like a thing. And I, it was just everything beautifully shot, just unexpected, yeah. understated, Came off kind of like a like a like an action movie almost, like or like a you know almost like a thrill psychological yeah. thriller, but it really it really wasn't that. It was heartbreaking. But I and I I, oh. I I cannot encourage people enough to not go into it thinking that it's going to be John Wick with Nicolas Cage. No, no, don't, no, no. Very much not that movie. And I've heard no. people be like, well, if they stole his pig and he didn't even beat anybody up. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not it. No, no, yeah. No, no, no. Like, so I can't Don't stress go it think- enough. I, I thought, Courtney, I thought you were going to say your favorite quote from the movie was, oh, I remember you. I fired you because you always overcooked the potatoes. <laughs> that too. Also love that too. That um, scene, when that scene happened in that mm-hmm. fancy Portland restaurant or Seattle. Oh. Portland or Seattle? Uh, I, think Portland, it's, it? I think it's Portland. I think it's Portland. Okay. Whenever that happens, I was like, I am in this movie to win it. Oh, yeah. And it just... Oh, I loved it. And then, like, uh, what's his name? Alex Wolf. Pasta, not potatoes. Yeah. Yes. A- Alex Wolf, who was from Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Like, he's maybe a little bit younger than me. And, so, and he's, like, a great actor. He was in Emily Very few movie. escape. I know. He escaped. He escaped. Very few and he- do. Because he was in, uh, he was in old M Night Shyamalan's movie this year, mm-hmm. and Pig, and apparently I did not yeah. see old, but I heard he did a good job in it, and I'm like, good okay. for you, man. Just like you know, Where'd you're great. Go? You you seem like he ha- he reminds me a little bit of a young Adam Driver, maybe like physically. Um, so that's why maybe more for me a more age appropriate Adam Driver. But... Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. How old is Adam Driver? Uh, he's he's pushing forty at this point, I think. I think he is. Shut you can care. do it. It's totally fine. Shut yeah, it's um, fine. It's fine. It's fine. I think because he's 10 years older than me and I'm 28. So Dude, that works. That's fine. I am. Um, I love it at this point. I, I mean, I've buried the lead at this point. I don't think my number one is a surprise to anybody um, because I haven't mentioned it. And we yeah. did a whole episode on it. But my favorite movie of the year is Dune. Yeah. I just knew it. Thank goodness. <laughs> One of my it, expectations it, has been met. <laughs> it waffled. It waffled, you know, yeah. at different points. It was at different places, but just I, Dennis, Denis, I want to call him Dennis, but Denis, Dennis. Um, <laughs> I, I have been so impressed and he, a very few directors literally step it up yeah. as much as, as he does every single time and usually i'm let down a handful of times and dune mm-hmm. is such a big story it's such nearly an impossible story it's been adapted a handful of times in a handful of so, like 
with a, a handful of different outcomes, if you will. Uh -huh. um, yeah. But it it was amazing. And I just keep thinking back to the music of it, the acting of it, the directing of it, the cinematography of it, the how lived in a world that is literally unconceivable to us, he, yep. how he made. Um, and so as much as I waffled back and forth and the much as I danced on where I landed, I just can't get over how impressed I was yeah. with what he pulled off. Dune. So yeah. I, yeah, it was my it's my favorite movie of the year. I've watched it three times uh, already. Uh, just, just for the <laughs> hell of it. That's not an easy feat either. either. I was gonna say it's like I'm a five so day long, long movie. <laughs> I know, and it's not all have it been like three sittings. It's been like I'll start mm -hmm. it and then I'll pick it up and then I'll start it again the next day for another like hour and yeah, it's just I love every minute of it. So yeah, too. that's it. That's my that's my big one. I love um, it. Wow, your big we dune. did it. This, this is a uh, this we did it. This it. is our yeah first episode of the new year, and honestly, we're giving people a year um, to look forward to because this has yeah. been fantastic and massive. But in lieu of a game, I want us to put on our Nostradamus future-looking hats. So here's what we're gonna do: we're each going to recount our top ten, okay. and then we're gonna say two movies that we're looking forward to this coming year in 2022. And hopefully by the end of this year, when we do this episode again, both of our movies will be on our future lists. Oh, I so hope so. That's going to be the hope. So Mia, I'm going to start with you. Go back to your top 10 and then give me two movies you're looking forward to this coming year. Okay. Uh, my top 10 of 2021 at number 10, I have In the Heights. At number nine, I have A Quiet Place 2. At number eight, I have King Richard. At number seven, I have Free Guy. At number six, Tick, Tick, Boom. Number five, Eternals. Number four, Shang-Chi. Number three, Eternals. Number two, Dune. And number one, Spider-Man No Way Home. Nice. Thanks. I love it. <laughs> Uh, the so two now. movies that I am, yes, I'm so sorry. Uh, the two movies that I am looking forward to, I wanted to make sure that I got the timing of them right because some some movies were recently announced that I'm looking forward to too, but they don't come out this year; they come out next year. Um, <laughs> so the first one is Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm -hmm. Ooh, very yeah. very excited for that, um, mostly because my guy Brendan. Yep, yeah, man, yep, 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 yep. yeah, boy, that's what I wanted. Um, and then my 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 second one is Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, that'll be so good! Is, <laughs> that isn't that going to be. Isn't Taika directing that one too? Is yeah. He, oh God! Thank God! And I think he's got a hand in, in right in scribing oh, it as well. Good. So, yeah. He he's perfect for Thor. I think. Yes. That, I yeah. agree. Nice. For this Thor. All right, Mia. For this Thor. Yes. Yes. All right. My All right, turn. Mia. I mean, uh, Courtney, your turn. All right. Uh, my number 10 is The Nowhere In. Number nine is Dune. Number eight is Titan or Titan, whichever. Number uh, seven is Come On, Come On. Number six is The French Dispatch. Number five is The Woman Who Ran. Number four is Annette. Number three is Last Night in Soho. Number two is The Green Knight. And number one is Pig. 
I can't help but say it like that. It's so fun. Yay, I love <laughs> the fact that a movie named Pig is like the, one of the best movies of the year. <laughs> As it should me. be. It sounds like though. It's so good. Man, it really is. It rocked my world, man. Uh, and movies I'm looking forward to uh, in, in this year in 2022. There's quite a few. Uh, but the two, and I'm going to go backwards, like number two of the number one. Number two, uh, The Batman, Robert Pattinson. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, I'm just intrigued. And number one was number one immediately after his last movie came out. And definitely as soon as he announced it is Nope, J Jordan Peele's new movie. So stoked yep. for it. Oh, my God. That's What's it called? I just want no, It's called Nope. Nope. Excuse there's me. Get Out, there's Get Out, Us, and Nope. Very <laughs> keeping it simple keeping yeah, it simple. He, likes, he likes it i um i'm also looking forward to that but uh, all right so i'll start my number 10 was last night in soho my number nine was ghostbusters afterlife my number eight was the grand tetons or titane um my number seven <laughs> was spencer my number six was spider-man no way home my number five was the french dispatch my number four was Pig. Pig. Uh, my number three was The Green Knight. My number two was Bo Burnham's Inside. And my number one was Dune. Um, and so I, you guys have already, like, I, Thor, Love and Thunder is a definite. Um, the Batman, 100%. So I guess it would, the one I'll add, though, that's not one of those is, um, I just saw the trailer for Robert Eggers' new The Northman movie. Oh yeah, and that uh, yeah. while um, uh, while I I know responses are varied on it, and I'm I'm very intrigued by it. So let's put it yeah. that way. I want it very much to be good, and I am intrigued by the trailer that I saw, and I like Robert Eggers quite a gosh darn bit. So yeah, bring it on is what I have to say. Um, but yeah, man, I have been so happy. I'm so thrilled to dive in and do these conversations. I think that looking back over the good that we saw this past year, I have some I have some definite to see on my list. And I think that you guys have added some to see on your list. Uh, this yeah. So, this has been so fun. Yeah. It always is. It That's always. why we love it. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> Well, that wraps up another High Five colon the podcast, and we are so excited to have you join us as we talk about the love of movies, and we want you to love movies with us. So if you haven't already subscribed to the podcast feed, go ahead and do that. Head on over to project-nerd.com and find other nerd and geek-centric shows that you're going to love. But more than anything, connect with us. Tell us about the movies that you love. Tell me and Courtney and Mia all the movies of 2021 that connected with you, which ones did we miss? Which ones should we not have talked about that were on our lists? Which ones do you really are looking forward to in this coming 2022? Uh, we just, let's talk, let's talk about movies. We love to love movies and we want to do it with you guys. But until our next episode, I have been Jay. I'm Courtney. And I'm Mia. <laughs> High five, everybody. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. 
If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at my5 at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on Twitter at Hi, the number five, the podcast, Instagram at High Five the Podcast, or on Letterboxd by searching High Five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.